Hey sister, you are listening to the Daily Momcha Podcast and I'm your host, Jesse Truelove. You can follow along with me on Instagram and all of the other social medias at Move with True Love. I also have an account for my MomCore method. You can follow that at, at MomCore method on Instagram as well. So get comfortable, take your shoes off, and get ready to hear all about the magic of grounding from the leading nationally and internationally respected expert, Laura Conover, MD. You may recognize her from multiple motion pictures as the expert protagonist, such as The Grounded, Heal for Free, the award-winning film Down to Earth, and The Earthing Movie. I first found The Earthing Movie for the first time this summer, and I was literally floored, or maybe just grounded, by all of the information that I was taking in. At the time, I was living at my family's horseback riding academy in a tiny house with my two kids and a husband. We were spending so much time outside and barefoot that it was finally connecting in my head as to why we were feeling so good. Why the kiddos craved being in the dirt from literally the moment their eyes opened in the morning. I immediately got my own dad and mom outside in the grass and to my surprise, My dad, who has had multiple back surgeries and chronically has pain just from sitting, was literally within probably 10 to 15 minutes running. Literally a full-on sprint with my kids barefoot in the grass. It was something I'd never seen before. My mom's chronic knee pain, gone. I'm just wondering why this isn't more public knowledge. Maybe because it's free. Regardless, you are in for a serious treat with this conversation with Laura. I'm so excited for you to hear it. You have to let me know what you think. Rate and review this podcast if you have gotten any value from this episode, and I will love you forever. Thank you so much for diving into this episode with me. With that said, let's welcome Laura to the show. Welcome back. You are listening to the Daily Momshare Podcast, and I'm your host, Jesse Trulove. Today, we are joined by Laura Conover from the Earthing Movie, which has over 6.5 million views on YouTube. And she's here to tell us all about the benefits of grounding with the earth. I'm so excited to talk about uh, talk about this with you and talk to you. I actually just recently watched this documentary and I was floored um, that this isn't everywhere and that there's not more than 6.5 million views. Um, so I'm really excited to sit down and talk to you about this because This is something that we do in our family really intuitively. I grew up on a ranch and we're just outside all the time. But I really, when I saw the science that you were talking about in this documentary, I was just like, everybody needs to know about this. And moms need to know about this because it's such a tool, you know? Um, So Laura, can you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you got into this work? You're, You're the intuition physician on social media, which I love that. Um, Can you just tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you even got involved with the earthing movie? Sure. Um, Okay. Well, I'm a conventionally trained, you know, medical school MD, very conventionally minded and wasn't holistic at all until, which this is why it's so great that it's you that's interviewing me because you cater to moms and children, but it was literally not. So it became a mom that I like kind of step back from the conventional world. And I thought, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's really serving us the best. And I right. can go into more detail about how I, I actually discovered grounding because of my infant daughter, um, Clara. And, and just like you said, intuitively, 
I didn't even know. I went through all of medical school and residency and practice and not one person, not one physician ever said one thing about grounding, even though there's decades of medical research on it. And even though in medical school, we're taught that the entire body functions off of conductivity, like the heart beats. We look at an EKG, that's the electrical beat of the heart. Right. Stroke, we're going to look at or a sleep study. We're going to put electrodes on your brain and look at your electrical output of your brain to make sure it's working. Mm -hmm. Muscle strength. It's all, we use electricity and electrical output to monitor the body's health, but never did we say that maybe that's a way to optimize wellness as well. So it takes like what you said, like intuitively just saying, Hey, I feel better when I'm outside. And mm -hmm. so that is what I did with my baby girl. Cause she had colic and she was crying and crying and taking her to a conventional physician, which of course, as a conventional physician was the first thing I did. I went to the mm -hmm. pediatrician and I'm like, she won't stop crying. She's like six days old and she's never not cried around the clock, around the clock. I was going yeah. crazy. And they're like, okay, well, here's a prescription for a painkiller. Here's a prescription for an antacid. Here's a prescription. She's six <laughs> days old. I'm yeah. like, what? So I went home and I was just so distraught. And all I did was hold her and walk around outside. And that's the only time she stopped crying. And I was barefoot because I lived in Arizona at the time. So it's just like you growing up on a farm. I didn't have a farm, but like, all I did was just take her outside. The only time we slept, we were laying on the ground outside. That's the only time she slept nursing outside, everything outside. I didn't know what it was called. And here I am a physician and I know Incredible. the body's electrical mm -hmm. and I still don't know what I'm doing, what it's called or why. But anyway, so that's kind of how I got into it. Ultimately, when I decided to merge holistic and conventional medicine, I put out a YouTube video a long time ago when my kids were still relatively young about grounding and how that helped me as a parent. And that clip got seen by people making grounding documentaries. And actually, the Earthing movie is like the fourth grounding documentary. And they're, I think they're all available for free on YouTube if you want to look at them, but they're older. So there's the grounded, there's heal for free, there's the down to earth movie, and then the earthing movie is the fourth one. But that was funded by a bigger company. So like that's the one people have heard of the mm -hmm. most. Gosh. Yeah, that's so wild. And I feel like that's kind of like I've talked to a bunch of different people, moms, in the pharmaceutical industry. And it's like once they become mothers, they're like, mm. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I want to do this anymore yeah. Yeah. or, and do it like that, you know? Yeah. And it's a, uh, it's tricky because, you know, there's been so many groundbreaking, you know, things in the medical world that are life-saving, but also it's like, how far have we come away from mm -hmm. the things that are so good for us, you know, mm -hmm. and, and to our detriment, you know, in the move, in that documentary, um, the, not the main character, but the main guy who was in it walking in the desert barefoot. Right. He was like rubber shoes was the worst thing that could have happened to mankind. And if you, like, if I just think about like, just, we just got done living on my family's ranch for the last like eight months. And we, as soon as my kids eyes cracked open, they were in the dirt. I mean, mm -hmm. rolling in the dirt, you can't keep them out of it. Mm -hmm. And even being where we are now in our new house, it's like we have a cement pad outside, we have grass, but it's like there's so much more happening in the morning before we get out there mm -hmm. that it's like the people that live in apartments, like how are mm -hmm. they going to get grounded? You know, it's like it's mm -hmm. and like living in a city, there's like sidewalks and cement and like you either have to go stand in that little square that the tree is growing out of where all the dogs pee or like, you know, like what do you do? There are tons of solutions. So I would definitely want to go back to that. But I think the point you're making is such a good one because we are so removed from it and not just shoes, but like you said, like living inside carpet, insulation, mm -hmm. driving in a car, 
rubber tires. Even our children, when they play at recess, they've got shoes on, cleats, even if they're playing a sport, do they touch the ground at all? You can go on a hike and never once actually connect with the earth. So it's right. we're so insulated that it has come to the point where you're really educating a lot of people who are listening to this, but which is great to open your eyes because we're so insulated. It's to the point where people are actually suspicious of touching the earth which is like, we ew, invented- we're going to get yeah. sick, you know? Well, like- and not only that, but like, oh. how could that be healthy? What? <laughs> right. Like, right. Just invented plastic. And for all of the dawn of mankind and the millennia of whatever life at all, it's been connection. And then just very recently it's been plastic and we are so blinders that it's yeah. suspicious. Blinders is a nice way yeah. of putting <laughs> it. <laughs> like what? But if you, yeah, so it just, it becomes like, it's just weird. It's everything split backwards, but there are a lot of solutions for urban settings, which I can give your listeners if that comes up later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So I, so first question, first real question here. Okay. What is grounding and what is not grounding? Okay. Well, so grounding is literally directly touching the earth because because of the way conductivity works, it, it requires direct contact. So just like, um, yeah, you can, so being outside is not necessarily grounding because you do have to have the contact between the earth, which pulses out with this electrical frequency, this DC natural energy pulse, uh, and it's filled with electrons. And then our body, you know, we can be on the earth, but not actually touching it. But when our body, our skin, every inch of our body is conductive, it doesn't have to be our feet. It could be a fingertip could be a cheek it could be um the back of your foot it doesn't have to be bare feet but any part of your body is conductive and if it touches anything of the earth's crust or anything living out of the earth's crust so even a leaf on a tree uh then you are uh, electrically conductive with the earth and that's what's grounding that's what grounding is so it's just it's direct contact so i could like if i have shoes on i could touch my dog and if the dog is touching grass yes you're yes if you're say your partner or your child they're they don't get as cold as you so you're bundled up from head to toe you've got boots on you know a sleeping bag wrapped around you you touch one finger to and but if your kid is barefoot or your husband's touching a leaf on a tree or sitting on a yeah you're touching a metal pole with your hand but you're bundled up from head to toe and not touching the earth in any other way but if you're touching something conductive or living out of the earth or the earth itself or water that's on the earth or anything like that you are plugged into as le- as if you're charging your cell phone and plugged it in and have direct contact like you are getting recharged that way and through your pets is a way through a partner is a way through a child is a way um through anything conductive like i said if there's a signpost or a, a a fence that's metal if it's not painted because paint would be a plastic coating but if it's just mm. the conductive surface you're grounded if you're up on a balcony and there's a tree that's rooted in the earth you can touch the top leaf and you're grounded like as if you're laying on the beach you can actually ground through cement so your back patio is grounded if the cement is poured on the earth it's um semi-conductive so it in of itself okay. won't ground you so if it's indoors it's not that cement will ground you but if it's poured on the earth, sidewalks will actually ground you. Um, like if you have a basement or a, like I ground in my garage a lot when I get, I don't like being cold, so I won't go outside typically, but my garage is poured on the earth and it's cement. So I can get grounded in there. I have a whole setup, you know, a chair, a little space heater, my, you know, book, whatever I need to just spend right. a little, my computer out there, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can get grounded that way. 
So there's tons of um, alternative ways, but the main thing you have to remember is direct contact in some way. So if you're totally insulated with plastic and not touching anything outside, although there's a lot of other health benefits to being outside, like a million other health benefits, it's still not grounding. If that doesn't like scream that we are all connected. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it almost brings a tear to my eye to think like you could touch one leaf and that just, it's enough, you know? And we're so conductive that, and I just got goosebumps saying that and yeah. listening to you. So I appreciate you pointing that out because we're so conductive that we could have a chain of 20 people long. One person touches a leaf or one blade of grass with a fingertip and then holds hands with everybody else who all a chain that goes all the way into the house. And if you're holding that person's hand, you're grounded at all the way at the end. That's how conductive we are. Every cell in our body, every fluid in our body, what our brain sits in, our central, you know, cerebrospinal fluid, our blood, our plasma, everything, everything's conductive. There's no part of you that isn't conductive. And what's cool about grounding is it's an alternative healing pathway to, you know, how like, even if you eat good food, you kind of have to have a good digestive system to absorb it and to distribute right. it with your circulation, mm -hmm. or you take an a pain medicine you you or antibiotic which they're sometimes necessary but you do still need decent enough circulation that you're delivering that antibiotic to that abscess in your tooth or whatever it is hey sister i want to take a minute to talk about the skincare line that i have been using since 2021 that i am totally in love with i literally never had a skincare routine or regimen at all i mean not even a moisturizer until this brand. I'm talking about Dime Beauty. These products are made from clean ingredients. They're vegan, cruelty-free, contain no harsh chemicals. Dime products are also ranked between a one and a three on the EWG toxicity scale. Super important. As I'm sure you're already aware of or have heard, fragrances can be harmful to the skin, clog your pores, as well as mess with your hormones, which I'm really passionate about talking about. So of course, Dime Beauty products are fragrance-free. My favorites are the mascara, Hyperglow Vitamin C Serum, and the TBT Serum. It's honestly the best clean mascara I have ever used. Dime Beauty is a budget-friendly, vegan, and cruelty-free option for fantastic skincare. Their packaging is glass, making them eco-friendly, and they offer returns up to 60 days, as well as free shipping on US orders over $49. You can use my code TRUELOVE at checkout to save 20% off of everything, even bundles. That's code TRUELOVE at checkout. Now, let's get back to the show. With grounding, you don't wait for any of that because it's electrical. So even the abscess itself, so say I have a tooth abscess, I'm not saying not to go on antibiotics, but I'm just saying if you add grounding, it's maybe conventional medicine and consider grounding. I'm not waiting for an antibiotic and my circulation to reach that. Um, I am instantly grounded. Even the pus, which how gross that sounds, is grounded like that. If one cell in your body is grounded, your entire, your bones are grounded everything it's about so, your eyeball is grounded. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Every, yeah. Like, and okay, can you explain like actually what is happening? Like what's happening that, why do we need to touch the earth? So the earth is, is what's it doing? Okay. And then what do we do? Help <laughs> yeah. me, help yeah, me with and, the words. <laughs> and these are the great questions too, because it's not like we really know. I don't, and I'm not going to mislead you to say we exactly know because we don't have a microscope that sees one electron and follows it from the earth into our bodies and follows that electron to see what it does. We don't know that. What mm -hmm. I can tell you is there's something about the direct contact and it probably has to do with, you know, electrons and inflammation. Those are all educated guesses, but what's not a guess is that it works because we have double blind placebo-based studies where people do not know if they're grounded or not because they're on a grounding pad that has a ground cord 
that is either grounded to the earth or not. And the, and the participant does not know. So it's double blinded, uh -huh. nor does the researcher who's recording the information know if the patient is grounded or not. So it's actually truly double blinded and placebo based. And we're measuring concrete things like blood pressure, blood sugar, glucose levels, uh, inflammatory markers, um, mm -hmm. heart rate, you know, EKG brain waves. So it's not just, Oh, I think I feel better. Right. But I know I'm grounded. No, it's, I don't know if I'm grounded or not. And my heart rate variability is improving whether I feel it or not. And whether the researcher who's recording it knows what they were even recording. And now we're going to take that data and analyze that or look at immune markers in the blood or look at very concrete results. And so it is not just up to, I feel better when I'm outside or I knew I was grounded and I, over time I lost weight. You know, it's not that it's actually right. double blinded studies. Gosh, so although I can't totally tell you it's an electron, but mm -hmm. I can tell you that there is, I can tell you how the human body responds. And, you know, Response honestly, it, yeah. that's better than what we have in a lot of medicine. Cause in a lot of conventional totally. medicine, there's a, a medication. I don't know how it works, but I can tell you because of double blind studies, it works or this surgery. I don't really know why your pain is relieved because for some people it's not, but I'm going to do it anyway, because it's our best. What's what we have. So this honestly grounding is more well-studied and has better safety profile, of course, and better results than a lot of stuff that we take for granted in conventional medicine. hundred percent. And also, are there any, I hold on, I want to care about this. Is there any negative, like, is there any negative yeah. side effects to yeah, like, grounding? Is there people who shouldn't do it? Yeah. So the only ones that I know for sure, and of course it's not, you know, I can't pretend to know everything about it, but what I know for sure is when human beings have artificially change the body, then there, it's not that grounding's bad for you, but like, if I put you on a prescription blood thinner that artificially and forces your blood to be thinner, which again, is a good thing. If you have a clotting disorder, it might save mm -hmm. you from having a stroke. So I'm not knocking that, but if you have a prescription blood thinner, that's making your blood thinner and then you grounding, one of the things that it does that's so healthy is that it boosts your circulation. So the risk is if I'm artificially cannot clot my blood and now I have improved my circulation, it's not grounding harming me, but it's grounding helping my health so much that maybe I should go down on that blood thinner, but your physician mm -hmm. better guide that because I, right. there's a little bit of a gray zone with that. Another gray zone would be a lot of people are on thyroid medication, but grounding has been shown to stabilize your hormones and boost your thyroid function. So could it be over time? And we don't know this, but it's just a possible interaction. Could it be over time if I'm really grounded and I'm starting to, my thyroid is starting to naturally function better? Should I be going down on my thyroid medication? Cause maybe I'll be hyperthyroid, you know what I mean? So there's right, some, like getting those checked more often then. Right. Go see your physician, right. tell them what you're doing. And then just instead of getting it checked every three months, maybe you do want to get it checked every month because it's possible that the good news is you can go down on some of the medications. So it's not necessarily like grounding's bad, but uh, do I think there's some potential interactions because of what we've invented now in conventional mm -hmm. medicine for sure. See what I was kind of going for is like you brought up um, like a pharmaceutical. Like I feel like a side effect of every single pharmaceutical is death, and yeah. like we're okay with that, like yeah. potential death. And I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. Okay. If they probably... say it fast enough in a commercial, yeah. we're good. I'm like, yeah. okay, well maybe there's another way. Yeah. Um, but like grounding, you know, just getting outside and touching, yeah, the cement or the dirt or like, and then like. Can you just think about the last time you actually did that? If you're somebody that lives in a house, you know, it's like sometimes you don't even leave your house that day, especially for stay at home moms. It's like, did yeah. you even take your shoes off? Like, mm -hmm. do you have slippers that have rubber soles and you're going outside and watching mm -hmm. your kids? Like, when is the last time you actually touched the grass? And I have a really interesting story um, to go along with that. 
my dad is a, a horse trainer and he wears cowboy boots every single day, even at the beach. Like he is, he's got his outfit and he wears it yeah. every single day. He's been wearing it for 50 years, you know? Yeah. We go to the beach and um, we take a family trip, like the whole family. They've been doing it for the last couple of years. And it takes him like five days to relax because he never takes his boots off. Mm-hmm. And we kind of realized that like he never takes his boots off. I have pictures mm-hmm. of him sitting in a beach chair with his boots on mm-hmm. holding my kids, you know, and it's like, put some trunks on, relax, <laughs> you know, but it's hard for my dad. Yeah. And so we were, we, like I said, we've been living at the ranch the last couple months and I, me and my kids, we are barefoot. 24 seven. I mean, if, if we have shoes on it is because we're going into a grocery store, like we never have shoes on. And so the family sees us, like my family sees us walking around the ranch barefoot and in the grass barefoot. And so I got my whole family, like all of my adult siblings, like they all live on the ranch and work on the ranch and my parents in the grass. And we were doing this every morning. And the first morning, my dad has had multiple back surgeries. He's had multiple heart attacks. Like he uses a golf cart to drive around the ranch because it just, it hurts him to like, you know, walk so much. We got him out of his boots and he starts grounding. And I swear to God, I've never seen anything like it before in my entire life. He was like, I feel incredible. I feel 20 years younger. He, I have videos of him running, sprinting with my children that first day. Yes. He's had back surgeries and he can't, he can't run. And he, he's grounding out there and laying in the grass. He's literally just laying in the grass and he's doing a couple stretches, you know, but I mean, like my dad never does things like that. And he's running and sprinting with my toddlers. And it was like incredible. And I think it was like so drastic because he's never Mm -hmm. done it before. And he's like, this is why I can't relax at the beach because I don't take my boots off. It was like, it was like a moment for him that the light bulb went off. And I was like, Oh shit, you need to do this every single day. Like my dad's very high strung. Like he is type a, like he gets Mm -hmm. things done. Like he's Mm -hmm. on the move 24 seven and he doesn't really ever, ever take his boots off Mm -hmm. and touch the earth. And when he did this, it was like a different man, Mm -hmm. a completely different man that I did not recognize. So, so many things. First of all, that's an amazing story. And I'm so glad you shared it too. I'm so incredibly proud of you for introducing your family to that. Cause you know how many people just wouldn't even say that. And also to your dad, to be open-minded enough to receive that. Cause so my own parents are I was going on a hike and not, yeah, like my own parents, they're, they like being outside and I like know everything there is. Well, not everything there's to know about grounding, but I'm like one of the biggest You're the person. in the world. <laughs> yeah. And my parents will be like, eh, I mean, just the, so the fact that your dad was so receptive, amazing. And it's because of you. So you're amazing. And then lastly, yes, I can go through and tell you like what it's, you can expect results within seconds and you can expect continued results if you do it over a lifetime. But I'm not shocked that your dad feels instantly better because if your brain, and we have studies of this, is hooked up to an EEG, it only takes less than a second. It's a couple milliseconds that the brainwaves shift into a more relaxed pattern. There's three things that are really immediate that your dad probably experienced. And then, you know, over a couple seconds or minutes or hours really noticed. And one is the brain relaxes. It goes into more like the brain. We see those alpha brain waves when you're in deep sleep and we see them when you're in prolonged meditation. So states where you're really centered and calm. So grounding is Which another my dad way. is never in that right. state. So it was like shocking for him. Yeah. 
if you can't meditate, you're too, you know, ADHD and just, you can't meditate, you can ground and you don't have to meditate and your brain will have the same similar benefits. The second thing that's almost instantaneous, similarly in less than a second is your muscle tension decreases. And we can measure that on an EMG. And so it is as quick as if I feel a tension hitting coming on, which I get them all day, every day, I will go outside and touch the earth and take like three deep breaths. And I, if you get it because you have this trapezius, like, or like fibromyalgia knots and stuff, you, you should be able to feel that shift. And then the other thing that's pretty instantaneous is your vagal tone gets a boost. So your heart rate variability and your heart function is um, boosted and calmed and centered and more receptive. So if you're anxious and you're like getting a panic attack, you, it might really help you to go out and touch the earth. And so that's not something that you need to do for like three hours to feel that you might touch the earth and okay, my panic attack, maybe I won't, you know, it's subsiding or whatever. So mm -hmm. if your dad is anxious or his muscles are tense or his brain is wired, it, I can understand him feeling that. And also good for him to feel that though, because you do have to be somewhat in, in touch with your body enough to feel it. And open you're going to say too. it's placebo. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. I think but we know it's not placebo because we have the actual studies, but when people like they get in their head too much and they go out and they're like, well, it must be, or it's just the sunshine because sunshine right. does have benefit too. But again, sunshine is not a factor when we're doing the actual grounding studies because right. everyone's in the same environment and it's indoors. So mm -hmm. we know it's specific to the grounding. And then also, uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I made my whole family watch that earthing movie. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the earthing movie, yeah. because just to see, um, the blood circulation change, my dad has had multiple heart attacks, heart mm -hmm. issues run on both sides of my family. And so it's, it's in my mind. I'm like, I don't want those genes to turn on, you know? And so I, I had him watch those and also the inflammation, the decrease mm -hmm. in inflammation. And like my dad's back hurts all the time because mm -hmm. he rides horses. He's had multiple back surgeries and he, he wears those, he wears cowboy boots. And I love talking about the feet and how it impacts the kinetic chain, but he's got these heels on these cowboy mm -hmm. boots to stay in the stirrups, you know, and that's going to hurt his back more. So it's just constant. Like he just never, he doesn't change the environment that he's in. You know, the boots mm -hmm. are the same. Um, he's sitting in the golf cart or he's riding a horse or he's sitting yeah. on the couch. And it's like, we, it was such a drastic change. And I think it's, it's so, it's so uh, simple that it feels like it doesn't work. Like there's no way that works. And so right. I think it's hard for people to be like, man, yes. it's, it's easy just to time. be suspicious. Like, that's, what's weird. It's like, people are more suspicious of just like the planet we live on. I mean, the planet we live on supports life as we know it, whether it's making the air or the water or the food we, I mean, we have to have it. And yet you're suspicious that the planet supports health and life, but it, that's and like all it every does. other animal what? on the planet doesn't yeah. take any pills like no, or just... have plastic as their bedding and stuff. Right. Like that. right. It's like so crazy to me, but also <laughs> I want you to have him watch heal for free. It's a little bit older, but in that movie, um, they ground a patient at a retinal specialist and the retina is uniquely situated for someone like watching a movie to really see the difference because you can see the back of someone's eye and you can literally watch the blood flow through the back of their eye. So it's a really nice, easy way to demonstrate that. So they had a grounded patient and the retinal specialist, the patient had macular degeneration. So when the blood flow is constricted around the macula, we never see that reverse. It's usually like it just continues to deteriorate and you can slow it down, but it's, it's a one-way street. But in this film, they were grounded and you literally see, and you can see watching it, that the blood flow increases around the macula and the retinal specialist has never seen that in his entire life. And he's literally in the movie going like, cause you're seeing it in real time right there. The grounded, the, taking an image, a real live image of the retina of this same patient and then grounded same exact vasculature sitting in the same, you know, right then, not like coming back three days later, right then. And 
he's like, oh my God, there's blood flow in the macula. Well, I've never literally ever seen that. So that that's a good one to watch too. If your dad needs reminding. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I mean, I'm sure we've been gone for like two weeks. I'm like, I'm sure I need to go text the, the family yeah. chat and be like, Hey guys, go take your boots off. <laughs> yeah. 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 Reminder. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. I feel like I just spit my whole life story at you. No, um, that was so, so amazing. Like that was the best, <laughs> one of the best stories I've heard. So that's awesome. So awesome. I literally, I just, I could, I was sitting there watching. I was like, what is happening? Who is that man? Mm -hmm. Who mm -hmm. is, what is happening? And he should probably even... like sleep better that night. And if he gets routine. So we just talked a little bit about some of the immediate benefits, but there's also long-term benefits. Because... Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like what, how long do, should, so uh, one second, millisecond. Yeah, and right. then like how, like over time, right. what are the health benefits of continuing this grounding right. practice? Amazing question. So first is just immediate benefits to some of your isolated organ systems. Mm -hmm. If you do it for hours and get into a routine of doing it, you know, day after day after day, then those organ systems start to optimize and talk to each other and work well better together. So then what you're seeing is like the hormones are stabilizing or your sleep is better at night because mm -hmm. your cortisol is starting to go down, um, things like that. So, and then if you do it for longer and months and months and months, then there's real structural change because you've gotten past uh, like troubleshooting stress or reversing injury and you're actually going towards health. So over time, your um, blood markers of your like osteoporosis is uh, decreased. Your bones are stronger. So your longevity and your inflammation is down. So long-term markers like uh, the C-reactive protein, which tells us uh, mm -hmm. total body inflammation, those start to shift. So it's like immediate, the cells benefit, um, days to weeks, organs benefit, and then months to, now we don't have studies that are for years and years and years, but you, but we do have studies showing decreased inflammation over years decreases depression, for example, or decreased inflammation mm -hmm. decreases rates of cancer. So mm -hmm. do I expect to see that with a natural form of decreasing inflammation and deepening sleep, deepening sleep um, prevents and has been correlated with lower risk of Alzheimer's. So do I expect that? Yes, we just don't have the grounding studies. We've had grounding studies for decades and decades and decades. And then our first understanding actually was way back in like 1912. And then there was more studies in the seventies and then more recently in the nineties and early two thousands, like just tons of double blinded placebo studies, but we've been aware of it for a long time, but we don't have a study with like one patient continuously grounding for years. So I can't, you know, we can only extrapolate that long-term, the benefits would just accrue and accrue and accrue. You know, that's so interesting that you just talked about the C-reactive protein because I just took a full blood panel yeah. of like thyroid, yeah. uh, lipids, um, yeah. All, I mean, all everything. It was like yeah. 75 different markers. And what was interesting is my hormones are kind of, I'm still breastfeeding. So my hormones are kind mm -hmm. of still like out of whack. I get asked a lot about my morning routine. And to be honest, in this season of motherhood, a lot of it looks different every day besides what's in my morning cup of coffee. Harmony by Organifi is an adaptogenic mocha blend that I crave daily. It used to be a habit stack that's turned into something that I go to bed dreaming about. I've noticed such a difference since adding it into my morning routine. Harmony has a rich mocha flavor from a rare cacao packed with polyphenols and the bliss molecule to support the feeling of balance. As well as maca to support energy levels and alertness, this antioxidant has been known to balance hormone levels and improve reproductive health. Chast tree berry and shatavari to promote vitality, hormone balance, and has even known to improve libido and decrease PMS symptoms. 
Personally, I have been pregnant or breastfeeding for the last five plus years. And after three and a half years of not having a period after my second, I was shocked when my cycle returned because I had literally zero PMS syndromes like cramps. And I owe that to Harmony. I was somebody that you could have caught on the ground right before my period was coming because I was having cramps that were taking me down there. This drink has helped me feel more like me again. And being in the women's health field, it feels very aligned to share my favorite adaptogenic blend made for women by women. Use my code TRUELOVE to snag a bag of Harmony at 20% off so that you can start feeling more like you again. My thyroid is a little bit of like leaning towards hypo. It's a little mm-hmm. bit underactive. And she also said that could be because the practitioner said it could be because of my breastfeeding also. Mm-hmm. But I have grounded more this year because I lived on the ranch and it was like, we lived in a tiny house. And then right outside, it was like the barn with the horses and the dirt. It was just like right there. There was no space inside to stay inside. You had to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, we've done so much grounding in the last year of living on the ranch. And that C-reactive protein was like basically a zero. Yep. You have no inflammation going on in your body, despite the fact that as a nursing mom, that is, it's a good thing. And oh my gosh, what you're doing for your child is commendable. But of course it's stressful because you're feeding yourself, maintaining your health. And then you're actually spending more calories and more energy to feed your baby than even when it was growing inside you. It's like more Mm -hmm. stressful on the body to breastfeed than even grow a child inside. So (laughs) of course you're under natural stress and you should be, and you'll rebound and you'll be resilient. And I think your thyroid will probably bounce back after you finish breastfeeding and stuff like that. So it's, it's really amazing, but it just is, it just shows that even with the stress your body's under for you and another entire life that you created, you still have no inflammation. I thought that was incredible. Yeah, I was like, and that's amazing. It like, you know, and I, this year has been stressful. Yeah. I'm and, sure. um, cause we've moved and sold our house and like gone all over the place. And my husband yeah. changed jobs and I started a business, um, you know, at the end of last year and to know that I have basically zero inflammation mm-hmm. and we have made being out outside and grounding and getting in the sun and our feet on the ground, like such a staple in our daily life. Like it Mm -hmm. has been such a big part of our life the last year, specifically with living on the ranch that I, I I didn't even connect the two until you said that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel like I I had that inflammation marker, like whatever you were going to say. And then you Mm -hmm. said it and I was like, Oh my gosh, mine was zero, you know, and it has to be because of the grounding. Yeah. 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 That's unheard of. Even a child would not have a zero usually if if they've been in daycare and they're isolated from the earth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're amazing. That's awesome. You're like you said, (laughs) you had an intuitive you basically recreated by having a tiny home and then an, a space outside to uh, live on what is natural for human beings before, pl- like, you know, like being in a small, we didn't have these huge mansions that were insulated and up on, right. so, like, you know, a like teepee or normal. cave or a hut. Right. And then you go you have a place to sleep and then you live on the earth usually. And you kind of approximated that and you reaped a lot of good health benefits, which is awesome. Yeah. God, I didn't even connect to you. That's incredible. Um, and then, so we've talked about the minimum amount of time. And then also, you know, if you, if you do that for an extended period of time, that those benefits are just going to be yeah. accentuated. Compound. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we kind of talked about this also, who needs to be grounding, like what specific health issues mm-hmm. can you talk about this? What's sure. I mean, I can't think like, it, yes. 
I can't think of anyone who I wouldn't recommend grounding to. So even yeah. if you have no health issues, but really right. anything from insomnia to high blood pressure uh, to, you know, mental health issues, um, panic attacks, depression, that kind of thing. Um, there's really just no one I wouldn't add that onto in a, in a general wellness plan. But since knowing that you are specific or in a lot of your um, readership and followers are mothers and they have kids, um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to tell you about this. Basically, there's no one too old. There's no one too young. There's no yeah. health condition. <laughs> there's no amount of illness and there's no amount of health wellness that would preclude you from wanting to do it. But yeah. um, I was trying to think like, what can I share with you from the medical literature that's specific to children? So there was a, a phenomenal, probably one of my favorite studies on grounding. And this is good for anyone who is skeptical. Um, because this was for premature infants that were in the NICU. So they were not supposed to be born yet. This is premature. You're in the neonatal intensive care unit in Pennsylvania. And you're in an incubator because you're so born so prematurely. You can't regulate your own body temperature. You're struggling to breathe correctly. Your heartbeat needs to be monitored. You probably have, you know, uh, parenteral nutrition because, you know, your, your entire body is like immature and needs to mature. So you're in this incubator. So you can imagine an incubator and there's like, it's just artificial lights and, you know, test strips and monitors and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So these, these children are monitored really, um, around the clock, basically. Uh, so they grounded babies in the NICU. And so this is, we're talking about as young as you can possibly get, which is why it's awesome to just do it from the jump with your, and why it's really important to talk to moms about doing it. Cause you want to just make it a normal part of your child's life. So it's not questioned. Right. So these are babies in a NICU young as you can possibly get to, to study grounding. And they grounded the infants in their incubators uh, with a grounding pad. And so this is not just like placebo effect because the baby does not know English, does not know if they're ground. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, right. It's, it's, this is like having a, it's, it's just not a placebo effect. It's like grounding plants and watching one plant bloom more and grow tall, it, but for humans. So right. and these babies within 40 minutes had improved markers of viability. So one of the most important things was looking at heart rate variability, because that's a really important marker of long-term health. It actually predicts uh, outcome in the NICU. If you have poor heart rate variability, you're more likely to have like gut um, decay and have trouble with nutrition and just have poor outcomes, poor growth. Um, so within 40 minutes, these markers were improved. The heart rate variability was boosted and their vagal tone got a boost. And so their markers of health and long-term wellness were improved in less than an hour. And these oh, are just like, like why are we not like grounding people every, in right. every single hospital room? Right. We, yeah. we know this. It's I know like while they're being monitored, especially like the, it does increase your circulation. So maybe right after surgery, maybe there'd be a few hour window, mm -hmm. but I mean, if they're monitored in the hospital, um, I feel like it could be taken into account because we take, yeah, I just, I, I really do think everybody when they're in recovery, when they're in rehab, when they're home, when they're in nursing homes, and that's in the, the movie, The Grounded, we took uh, grounding pads to nursing homes and distributed that uh, because those are, especially when you have mobility restrictions, a lot of people who do kind of embrace grounding, but they think the only way to do it is to walk barefoot, which is a great way. And our body is like literally evolved to have pressure points there to create moisture with the most sweat glands so that you make it very, very conductive because water and sweat is highly conductive. And then to have a lot of sensory so you can protect yourself from stepping on something sharp. So I'm not against going barefoot, but like there's people with mobility issues that cannot just go barefoot. So right. um, there is a role for grounding products and stuff like that. So anyway, in the film, The Grounded, just like you mentioned, hospitals and um, nursing homes and stuff like that, they should, we should routinely be grounding people who are not naturally accessing the earth outside anyway. 
Mm -hmm. So it's insane. So anyway, I wanted to talk about that NICU study because just to impart upon the parents listening to this, fathers and mothers, that I don't, you know, if your baby's six days old, like my daughter Clara was, uh, you probably would do well to start grounding them and just make it as routine as like you show them to clip their seatbelt on. Everyone has to drink water every day. Everyone has puts a seatbelt on. You know, you just, you get into their natural mind frame that this is what we do to maintain health but that's not what a doctor generally tells you the doctor will troubleshoot some stuff but they're not generally giving you wellness routines so that's what you right. need to do as a parent 100 percent. and yeah now my kids are like we need let's go outside and ground let's go get yeah, some that's sun so awesome. and i'm like this is <laughs> and it's, it's like our contrast because i bet you know i'm sure you hear at parks or wherever because i know i was just constantly shocked Actually, it's usually the opposite. I see kids not only get ridiculed and scolded, but literally like spanked for getting dirt on their clothes. So it's like, mm -hmm. and in school, they're told, you know, sit down, mm -hmm. shut up, keep your shoes on, don't fidget yeah. and don't touch anything. And, you know, when you do go outside, stay on this asphalt thing. And then a lot of times they have like a, a chain fence around them. So they, you know what I'm saying? And they're not. It's like a little tiny jail. <laughs> yes. And they can't even go to a tree. So, and they can't, definitely can't take their shoes off and stuff like that usually. So, um, I don't even, I just lost my point, except for that. We just really want to infuse to kids and not give them the, not give them the mind frame to be scared, to be dirty, to get, be scared if their dress gets oh, a grass yeah. stain. Like let's definitely not scare our kids into not touching the earth, please. Yeah. A hundred percent. I, yeah. You know, it's so funny. I share videos of my kids and they're making mud pies and just getting ridiculously dirty. Awesome. And I'll get messages and they're like, how, like, what do you do about the clothes? Like how, why do you, it's <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine letting my kid do, it just would bother me. I'm like, I do not care. Like, I I, care. it's like, just, they don't care. I don't care. Like I, I don't buy them white things. Like I know, yeah. like yeah. there's just no point. The clothes are going to okay. get stains. Yeah. It's and fine. you kind of want it to, because what's, I don't know. You just kind of want, you never want to shame a child for like getting something dirty. I mean, even ideally indoors, if they make a mistake and spill something, you should, you know, you don't want to shame a child, but no, especially no just for being outside, especially for that. And I agree. Like if it really bothers you, don't buy white clothes or save <laughs> specific clothes for indoor. Some people do have, you know, this is indoor clothes only and okay, fine. Whatever it takes to make you open to there are at least at one point every single day, I want you to touch the earth, even if it's raining out or even if it's muddy. Right. And then do you also have more information about like what water is water grounding is water grounding yeah. in the shower it's, because I yeah. feel like it's yeah. it's like we get our best ideas when we're in the yes. shower the kids like if the kids are acting crazy like yes. put them in a bath or yes. like put them outside with the hose and it's like 100%. instantly a mood shift you're like what's yes. they're ha like what's happening you're a you 100 just said it um the are <laughs> so this is what's crazy about this world like we were talking about at the beginning like we're so far removed that we're actually suspicious of natural things and think it's natural things are weird so this is how weird we are. We have building codes where we have to ground our major appliances for the appliances safety. So like for the longevity of your water heater or your refrigerator or whatever, your dryer, your washing machine, you notice that everything's grounded. It's three prongs. It's got the electrical slit and the grounding prong. So everything that's got three prongs is grounded. And that's because your home and your building has to be grounded for code. So as a result, all of our water is grounded. So because your water heater is grounded. So water as it's a continuous stream coming out. So when you're washing the dishes, I hate washing the dishes, but the entire time my hands are under that water, I do, I start thinking better, more clearly. And I, oh, this is what I want to do before I go to bed tonight. Or you make plan, And it's because you've been grounding while you're washing the dishes. When you're in the shower, each individual droplet, because it's not in that continuous stream is not grounded. So what I do recommend is um, plugging the bottom and turning it into like a little mini bath, because that typically is grounded as it's resting on the drain there because the drain I, I have videos if 
uh, anyone wants to go to my uh, YouTube channel or TikTok or whatever, where I show you with a grounding test meter, putting my hand in the bathtub, it's grounded, putting my hand under a stream of water, it's grounded. And honestly, even if like how you're saying, if the kids are all wound up, maybe say you're traveling and you take them to the hotel and you go, okay, we're going to go to the pool. Well, pools are grounded, not because of human health, although they, <laughs> you'd think that'd cross people's mind. But it's because the pool is required to be grounded. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> right? The filtration system, God forbid, the, the pool short circuit. So the filtration system of the pool is grounded. So even an indoor pool in a hotel or a hot tub up uh, upstairs, or it's grounded. It's got the three prongs and the water and the filtration system is grounded. So if you're in an above ground pool, if you're in an indoor pool, if you're in a bath, like you said, all those different things, uh, you're you're you are typically grounded whenever you're accessing water and certainly outside water enhances everything. So if there's dew on the grass, you're grounded quicker. If your skin is moisturized, you're grounded quicker. If you have high, uh, like thick calluses that are really dried out, you're less grounded through your feet. So pedicures, please, you know, <laughs> yeah. yourself, um, or use your hands. Um, but you need moisture to ground. Here's a strong example so that people just remember that you really do need moisture to ground. It, a tree is grounded. Its roots are in the ground. It's picking up moisture and minerals from the soil, and it's through sap distributing all around the tree and into the leaves. So touching a leaf or a moist part of the tree, you're grounded. If you cut that tree down and you dry it out into lumber, even if you then bury the post, the, the wood post into the ground, because it's dry, it won't ground you if you touch that. So if you're on a picnic table that's, you know, just, or on a deck that's wood, it, you are not grounded on that because you need moisture. And moisture is so strongly grounding that even on a non-conductive material. So like, for example, I have some flip-flops that are plastic, but when I go out in the rain, the water soaks into the plastic so much um, that I've tested it and I'm grounded even through the plastic flip-flops. And it's not because the flip-flops grounded, but because the water is grounded, the grounding, the what, right. The water touching me and then my skin I'm grounded. And it's just because the water's grounded me as if I'm standing in a puddle or something. So moisture can it's incredible over. Yeah. Like, so if you have a picnic blanket, that's plastic, say you're having a picnic at the park, but if it's, if, if you have moisture, if you have well-moisturized skin and then the ground underneath is damp and then it's kind of coming through, you can ground probably usually through. So it's not so much that a tree is conductive. It's that the sap is conductive. It's not so much that I'm necessarily conductive. It's that all the fluids in my body are conductive. So it's not so much Got that it. a bathtub would be grounded, but with water in it, it is. So, okay. So I instantly had a question come up when you said that the picnic bench is not grounding. Yeah. So how is concrete grounding? So you're right. If it's similar to at the beach, if you're on the sand, which is just mini micro rocks, if you're on a rock, if you're on concrete, which is also rocks, if it's totally dry and you're really dehydrated and, or you have shoes on, or you've got a lot of calcium, if you are totally completely dried out, you won't be grounded. That is very true. So if you are on sidewalk, usually there's enough moisture because it's on the earth, or if you're barefoot, Mm -hmm. you're bringing your own sweat or whatever it is, or there's just at the beach, if you go in the thinner sand where it's less dry or even the wet sand instantly. So there is cases where it it is too dry to be grounded. So um, when in doubt, like I literally have people who go out in their lunch break, they work in an office building, they're not grounded all day and bless they're drinking from the water fountain because the stream in the water fountain is grounded. So while you're drinking from a water fountain, you're grounded for a second. But other than that, you go out in your lunch break and you take a cup of water and pour it on the sidewalk and stand on it for a minute then you're grounded for a minute and you go back a little bit more resilient to the rest of your day inside an office building. Okay. So that's what I want to talk about next is if you live in an urban area and not a lot of places, like let's say you live on the, 
I've never lived like this, but like the fifth story or the 20th story of an apartment building, like how are you going to get these benefits? This is really important. Like without leaving your house, is that even possible? And even in rural areas, there's still a lot, again, it's like, I mean, I don't even really have much of a yard. I have a tiny little front yard. So we do have to get creative. And there's a lot of people in urban settings. And I have lived, like when I went into medical school, I lived in center city, Philadelphia. So I'm very aware that we need uh, places to ground even in urban settings. And yes, it's very, very doable. So first, I just want to recommend that if you want to see it for yourself, I take a ground test meter through center city and show you everything I touch. And I show you where I'm grounded and where I'm not. Um, and on TikTok, I have the same video uploaded a little shortened so you can see it for yourself but let me just go through it in my mind's eye real quick (laughs) so water features are always grounded so like I said the water filtration system so I mean usually they're disgusting but if you could touch a fountain in a in a city or any kind of water feature it'll usually ground you all the metal will ground you so a flag post I have a video showing you um, if you're waiting to cross and you've touched a crosswalk you know the metal button and the metal pole you just rest your hand on that you got shoes on. You're just, nobody knows what you're doing. You don't look like a, a freak. You're just put your hand on the pole from it. You're grounded while you're waiting to walk across the street. Mm-hmm. The sidewalks are grounded. Um, indoors, the water fountains are grounded. So even if you don't want to drink from it, you could just run it for a second, put your hand under it or in the bathroom when you're washing your hands, it's grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then also usually in a city, you'd probably prefer to keep your shoes on just for cleanliness. So if there's any, and almost every city does have, even if it's in the downtown center city, if there's a tree or even a weed growing out of the ground through the sidewalk and up, reach up and touch that leaf, you're grounded. So or even it, a weed. I love, yeah, love for that. Real. It's like, it doesn't matter. Anything is growing. And then <laughs> a lot of things, especially if there's a little bit of moisture, um, there's a lot of man-made surfaces that are still grounding. So brick, pavers, rock, uh, I know where I live in the city I live, um, there's a lot of planter planter boxes and I've tested them. And since they're planter boxes, they're filled with soil and it's kind of artificial because it's just a planter box, but the box itself is cement and then it's on a sidewalk and those, all those plants are grounded. So wow. yeah, as long as you're not cutting it off with plastic, it's probably mm-hmm. grounding you, even if you're in a city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then are there any, like, I remember seeing like like duct taping the mattress with like metal and yeah. then the stick outside. I don't know. Yeah. It feels kind of like the potato. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I was what's super, happening. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> super awesome. I was super against grounding tools for a long time because I really do. There's so many other health benefits from going outside that even if you're not grounding, please go outside. Right. You know, the sun right, right, and, right, ions right. and the plant pheromones and the microbiome and everything. So always I would say that, and I really poo pooed grounding tools, but I have to say now having had a medical practice and been a physician for over like 25 years now or something, it went by like that. Um, there is just like we were talking about nursing homes or if you're, sometimes the people who need grounding the most are bedridden or indoors and they mm-hmm. can't. So I do now, I, I couldn't find any eco-friendly grounding tools out there. There's a lot of ones that are made in China from plastic leather, right? Right. Like, And I'm just like, why would you use that? That's going to be in a landfill for 500 years. Like we're seeking the earth. We want to maintain the earth. for. They're trying to make money off of the documentary. Like they're trying to make money off of the people trying to, yeah, no, (laughs) not a fan. But so I do, I did start having handmade just by a seamstress who lives down the street from me, um, like organic material grounding tools. And I do have those. And it's because there are certain patients that it's not practical to say go outside. It's just rude Mm -hmm. because they have mobility issues or mental health issues Mm -hmm. or even agoraphobia or whatever it is. So indoors and in the winter or they live in a really cold place or a really hot place um mm-hmm. or 
So you can ground indoors. Um, I do like what you mentioned with a grounding stake and then running a ground cord. So remember we talked about grounding is just direct contact. So if you have mm -hmm. something conductive, just like if I have a metal pole into the earth and I touch that or the tree into the earth and I touch a leaf, if I have a cord, and like we talked about the chain of humans, if right. I have a cord that's in the ground and even if I just run it in through a window and touch the clip at the end of that or put it on something conductive, that is grounded like I'm outside. And then, like we talked about, buildings are grounded to protect the wiring, Not, but because they are grounded, you can use an indoor grounding. Uh, you don't want to plug into the electrical slits, but the grounded port of an outlet is grounding. That, that's getting a little bit of a gray zone there because we do have so many now man-made fake electrical fields and a lot of EMFs going on that, mm -hmm. again, if you can go outside, go outside. Right. But there have been studies and well, actually all the medical studies that we talked about. And I keep a running list on my website. If anyone wants to read the medical literature for themselves, I have a running list starting from the studies in the 1970s up through yesterday of all these double-blinded medical studies. But we know, and like we were talking about the babies in the NICU, you know, they're around man-made EMFs. It's a fake light. It's a fake heat lamp. It's a fake, you know, and they're still going in a healing state. So I never say mm -hmm. don't ground just because of the, you know, uh, artificial environment we're in, but you can, but it's better to obviously like buy get outside. Wire. Yeah, right. For sure. So anyway, so yes, there are grounding tools and I do recommend eco-friendly grounding tools, not the plastic ones, but yeah, they're... because that kind of defeats the whole purpose. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And then lastly, I, you kind of mentioned that you have a list of running information and yeah. studies. Um, I know, a, which I think is really important to have and easy access for people that are skeptical because for me, I, I love to listen to podcasts and one that I was recently listening to about grounding. Mm -hmm. And in that episode, there was, he claimed that there was no strong scientific evidence to support the benefit of grounding, that mm -hmm. it could just be like, if you feel good, then yeah, keep doing it. But you know, I don't need to take my shoes off. There's, there's really no strong scientific evidence that proves mm -hmm. that grounding is the reason why these benefits are happening. Um, being, being who you are, what are your thoughts about that kind of statement? So I usually hear those statements from people who haven't read the medical literature. So I am going to only mm -hmm. assume he's not aware of the medical literature. Mm -hmm. um, there's no way that someone in the healthcare field, I don't know who that, I don't, didn't hear that podcast, but I'm just going to mm -hmm. assume they did a cursory research or they didn't actually read the studies themselves. Because again, it's not something new and it's not just one or two studies. We're talking decades and decades and decades of studies, double-blinded placebo-based studies um, that are not just someone reporting, self-reporting mood, right, for example. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I don't I don't know why they're not, I don't know, it, it, it just, and I'm sure everyone does this. You speak about something based on your own skepticism without diving deep enough. So I just, I kind of regret that they said that, but I assume it's an innocent thing where they just haven't read all the medical studies. And you have all of those studies on your website where we can yes. easily find them. I feel yeah. like we need to do like a joint, like a joint yeah. video okay. and like for moms, like yeah. about like how, when you feel like the, like the, you saying that the dishes, like doing the dishes, mm -hmm. you start to like calm down. You're like, mm -hmm, you've been dreading those dishes, <laughs> like, but somewhere, somewhere it's kind of nice to yeah. just sit there and do the <sighs> dishes with the water. And it's not necessarily the dishes, but you start thinking about stuff and your, yeah. your brain is moving a little bit slower. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you are literally grounding yourself yeah. through that steady stream of water. And yeah. I think just for more moms to understand that, cause I can, I, 
for, I have two kids. And so I know how overwhelming it can get and how, for me, I feel like I know immediately when I need, when I, when it's been too long since I've exercised or since I've been outside, because I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. And it feels Mm -hmm. like, and once I learned about this, this documentary and the, the actual science behind grounding, and I don't, I mean, I'm just kind of saying this, but it feels like my blood and everything in me is just like vibrating and needs to get Mm -hmm. out. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like once you get outside, it's like, yeah. And as a mom, didn't, didn't you feel like I mean, I don't know about for you, but one of my crutches for sure, especially when the kids were really little was my only oasis was crawling into a shower. Like literally yes. it was the only place. Yeah. And for them it's, too. It's like, it just, yes. it just, but I just would like, oh God, if they're okay for 10 minutes, I literally would just lay on the floor of a shower. And I, that was, I, I, it was my only break. I was the only time I breathed. So yes, I think there's a lot of ways that moms can utilize just grounding to get that. And then, like you said, mo- you know, modeling that for your kid and you can model that too. Even if you, some kids are sensory you know, and they just don't want to be barefoot. That's fine. So let's model it through our hands. Some people, you know, mm-hmm. they don't want it to have direct contact. So then maybe you will get them a cute little, I have like a grounding hot water bottle. You can hold to your tummy. If they have a tummy ache, like model that. Like I would always say, Oh, I'm about to get a headache. Mommy's going to get a headache. We're going to eat lunch outside today. So we go, mm-hmm. you know, and so even if you right. just modeled it yourself, you're mm-hmm. putting it in there. And when they're an adult and they need that, they won't be as skeptical because somewhere in their vestigial brain, you model that this is healthy and this helped mom. And like, even if they don't cognitively remember it, mm-hmm. it's something that might set them up for health, even after you're gone. That's what right. I want for my kids. If something happens to me, I just want, I just want them to have an arsenal and that should be part of it. Right. Right. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, even if they don't understand why, like, cause right. I feel like we don't understand all the things that we do as parents, but, but now like getting this information out and instilling it in our kids super young it's like well I don't know why we did it but mom always did this and I always felt right you know and And so it's like they just do it and you just go yep I have a yeah I have a personal story that's a little bit like your dad's transformation and I'm glad I modeled this for my kids so I um I never had my tonsils out as a little kid but as an adult I had abscesses behind my tonsils and I they had to come out so it's a painful surgery when you're an adult and right after you get your tonsils out, you do not want to throw up because it's raw. I mean, it hurts. It's right. It's just too surgical, like open wounds right there. So, but I get nauseous really easily and I was nauseous to the pain meds. So I couldn't take pain meds. So every time I was about to throw up, I just ran out into the front yard and face planted on the ground. Like literally I just, I couldn't move. And I'd be like, okay, all right, I'm not going (laughs) to throw up. And then I would walk back in the house and I'd be like, Oh, no, mom's going to go outside. And like, it took a couple days for me not to be nauseous about that anymore. And I got through the whole thing and I never threw it once, thank God, because that would have ripped it up. But anyway, so like things like that, like that's very dramatic. I stepped in the house and my nausea would start coming back and I came back outside and I, my central nervous system, my vagal tone, everything, my digestion was able to go back into rest and digest. And mm-hmm. um, it was just, it was just that dramatic. So I, I think your listeners would probably be able to find something that's for, that they struggle with chronically, that they could model getting relief from the earth with in front of their mm-hmm. kids. Because like you said, like, I don't know what surgeries my kids might face when they're 60 and I might not even be here. So, but they know right. they saw, like, they know somewhere in there. Right. They that. Right. hundred percent, man. I I've loved, loved this conversation and I feel like we just need to keep talking about it and yeah. uh, because it's just, it's just so good. And just, I feel like uh, my generation is like the generation of information, you know, there's just so much information out there. Yeah. Um, and also just, I think we're, we're trying to get back. We're trying to get closer to yeah. our roots and get closer to more natural and, yes. um, I feel like there's this big fight going on between yes. Western medicine and then 
ancient medicine. And I feel like there can be a beautiful marrying of both. Um, And I think that, you know, it's so interesting. You've said it multiple times that we're just so skeptical of anything that's like natural. And it's like, it doesn't have to be like that, you know, just try to experience it for yourself. And it takes one second Mm -hmm. um, for, for you to start feeling or your body to start feeling those benefits. Um, So you're so well-spoken because I really like how you point out, like there definitely has been such a tech saturation that there has to be like a, an anti-wave of that. And so that's really great. But even as you pointed out, people who are skeptical, it can be a marriage. Like you said, I love how you said that, because if you're the one that's listening to this and you're like, eh, it's just, they just, they're just, they like being outside. Yeah. Do conventional. And it does mm-hmm. not have to be like, even if you're on chemotherapy, do the chemo. I, do the chemotherapy and ground or do mm-hmm. the, even if you take a sleeping pill, but also ground, cause that will deepen your sleep. Or if you're in pain for something, take your Advil, but, and ground, like do the and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doesn't have to yeah. be one or the other. So I like how you, you specifically mentioned it could be a marriage of the two. You don't have to be like strictly conventional or completely negated all like think and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, Laura, thank you so much for joining me today. I was really, really excited for this uh, conversation and just was better than I could even imagine. You're amazing. Um, I love the list of other documentaries that we can listen to. So I'll be sure to add those into the show notes. Mm -hmm. You mentioned all the studies that are on your website. Can you go ahead Mm -hmm. and just let us know where we can find you? What is your handles everywhere so people can find those videos of you grounding through the city? I think that's super important. And then also um, your website and any any other services that people could... um, could get from you. So the best is my website is intuitionphysician.com. And uh, the best thing is just to sign up for that newsletter because I, mm-hmm. I just do one blog a week, but it's always a holistic health topic. Almost always grounding is involved in there in some way. And as a mom and a female physician, I, I do talk a lot from the parenting perspective. And in addition to signing up for that newsletter, I do have a free parenting book. It's like 70 pages long. And wow. one of the chapters is grounding and you can instantly download it. And even if you just read the grounding chapter about how to introduce grounding to your kids, that's there and it's free. So that's on my website. Oh my gosh, we will add that to the, yeah, I can give you to a the link. show notes too. Perfect. Sure. Yeah. Amazing. But then, um, I don't know. I don't really like, I, I have, I have Instagram and Facebook, but my, my preferences are, um, YouTube and TikTok. And I think on both of those, uh, it's Laura Conover MD. Okay. Amazing. Um, just, final question before you go. Yes. If you were to give yourself a piece of advice as a first time mom with mm-hmm. everything that you know now, what would that advice be? Oh. <laughs> uh, um, well, for me, I have had, I mean, not that I'm special for this, but I've had significant, unfortunately, traumas during my parenting journey. So um, looking back, I would say I did parent with a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And obviously this is easier said than done, but I know for a fact, anxiety did not help any of the situations. Right. So right. if I could do it again, I, I do feel like I did a really good job. I, I have to accept what is, but if I could do it again, I, I really would try and parent less from an anxious point of view. And I don't know how that helps your readers at all, but it's just my honest answer of the only thing I really wish I could go back and do is have that Caribbean attitude of like, it's, it's okay. And I think my attitude was like, 
I just, I'm just anxious by nature, I think. And so I, I do retrospectively see that I had a lot of anxiety every single day as a mom, which how can you not, you love these children so much. You just, you can never not be totally, you know, your life depends on them being happy. Basically it feels like, but yeah, if I could do it again, something bad happens, you're like, oh shoot, I need to be worried now. (laughs) Yes. And it doesn't help. So if I could do it again, I think I would have been a slightly more effective mom. If I just, if the dial tone was everything's good. And I think my dial tone was, I'm going to make it, it's going to be okay. But there was a little bit of tension behind it, you know? Right. Yeah. Clutching. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. make it okay. But now I have a daughter who's already graduated college and one that's a junior in college. And if I could go back, I'd say like, I didn't need to be quite that anxious. I mean, it all worked out well, but it didn't need to be quite that anxious. You have a, <laughs> you have a daughter. Wait, Clara, this little baby that we would just yeah. heard about is out she's of college. 22. Yeah. Yeah. She just turned 22. I just went up and took her to a brewery for her twice. Laura, you are beautiful. You are, you you do not look like you have kids in college. Gosh, you guys, you need to start grounding. I mean, Laura, (laughs) your skin looks amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Well, first of all, you're drop dead gorgeous. And second, so I can tell you spend a lot of time outside as well. Your skin's gorgeous, but I will say it does, as we talked about boost circulation. So I do feel that it's anti-aging. It keeps down and boosts circulation. So, I mean, I, even if you're doing it for superficial reasons, I would say like grounding is, is good for your body, obviously. Yeah. Good for your skin. All right. I love it. Uh, Laura, thank you so much for being here. And uh, I'm definitely going to keep talking to you. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, well, I'll come back anytime. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much, Laura. It was amazing talking to you. All right. Bye-bye. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Daily Mom Chip Podcast. If you did, be sure to subscribe. Also, before you go, I would love you forever if you could rate and review this podcast, share with a mom friend or on social media, and be sure to tag me at movewithtruelove and at dailymomchapod on Instagram. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you soon.